You're listening to The Health Beat with Sarah and Pete. And our podcast pledge to you, dear listener, is to inspire you to be better. To help you find time to achieve your goals. To motivate you to take action. To encourage you to eat healthy. And occasionally make you laugh. <laughs> Welcome back. Today we're talking about healthy eating and where to start. Because if you're just getting started or maybe you're starting again, it can be really overwhelming. And you could suffer from decision fatigue and decide that it's too much and you're just not going to do anything at all. So today we want to help you get started with small steps that lead to big results. So Peter, why don't you share today's super sweet gift? Yes. Uh, Today we are offering... 20-minute Q&A sessions. We're opening up a few spots every month for free 20-minute Q&A calls. So if you have questions about your health, how you can improve it, or maybe you're just curious about what you could be including in your diet for, say, better digestion or more sustainable energy, um, these calls are going to be custom to your needs and we're offering them to everybody. So take a look at our calendar to book a free call. Uh, You can find it over at thehealthbeat.us forward slash schedule, and we will also be including a link to it in the show notes. Yes, so the calls are really great because there are some things that you just don't want to post in a group or they're too lengthy to write an email. So maybe you're having trouble going to the bathroom and you don't want to post that in a group. These calls are perfect for that. All right, so today, like I said, we are talking about getting started on the health train, getting on the wagon, because um, I feel like every day more and more people are taking charge of their health and making better decisions, but still at the very beginning, it can be overwhelming. So when I was prepping for this, I was thinking about when I first got started and like the first things that I did. And so for me, if you've been around for a while, you've heard my story about how I suffered from really bad stomach pains and bad digestion. And so for me, I started out by going gluten-free and that was probably, I don't know, like five or six years ago. Um, And there were not as many gluten-free options. So I was eating like gnarly gluten-free bread and super boring cereals. Um, But that's how I got started. And I kind of just continued down the path. Right after that, I started doing green smoothies, which were super simple. Just spinach, banana, almond milk, and ice. Um, So that's kind of when I first got started. Peter, do you remember like the first healthy thing you started doing? First healthy thing I started doing, that's kind of a tough one. I know, it's been a while. It's kind of a tough one because before, I mean, we felt like we were doing lots of healthy things, you know, we were trying to have salad like a couple times a week while it was bagged salad and definitely not like the freshest. And we were Um, pouring like preservatives mm -hmm. on top of it. Yeah, exactly. 
I I think like I guess like the the most significant thing was oddly enough my parents bought me a juicer. Mm. Yeah, it was for like my birthday or something. It was totally random. It was like, hmm, we think you're we're we think that you're 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 starting to eat healthier. Here's a juicer, and I had no idea what it was. Okay, like, here's I I didn't even know like what do you do with a juicer? Here's the question, the million dollar question. When you got the juicer, did you use it right away or did you put it up in your cabinet and forget about it for a while? I think I was kind of like, I think I was kind of like protesting a little bit because I was feeling like, like my parents think they can just get this for me. And, you know, like I felt like they were almost kind of like mocking me with it Mm. or something. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked is because... You're the one that encouraged me. Like, no, don't get rid of it. Let's use that thing. (laughs) The reason that I asked is because I think it's pretty common for people like 10 years ago to get juicers or buy juicers and then just set them away and kind of forget about them until now when juicing is having a moment and... um, as it should, we're big juicers, but and now it's very cool to have a juicer and people desire those. Okay, so juicer for you, gluten-free, simple smoothies for me. Um, if you're just getting started, our best advice, we tell this to all of our clients, to all of our friends, to all of our family, is to start um, adding things, adding something. Um so, yeah, yeah. Rather than rather than cutting out, mm-hmm. try try switching to just healthier alternatives. Rather than adopting a new diet, why don't you just take your diet and remodel it? Yes. So um, before we dive into that, I did want to say I made a note that um, don't try to do too much at first because you could feel overwhelmed and don't feel like you have to stick to a certain diet because as soon as you start adding things stuff is going to change and um you might you know you might start out uh i don't even know fad diets like paleo you might start doing paleo or vegan diet. you always say that does anybody ever do a mediterranean yeah, diet lots of people no i'm serious oh my gosh people uh, go to greece and they're like oh or like italy and they're like Oh, I'm on a Mediterranean diet. Wow, they're doing something right. You know, people are living to be a hundred, and they're so healthy. Okay, but so you can't just like pick a diet and be like, "All right, I'm going to eat like this," because it's like you live in a completely different culture. Yeah. So, moral of the story is, get started right, but don't try to do everything. Don't try to change everything all at once, and don't feel like you're stuck in that one diet because everybody's different and your body will start changing once you start changing what you put into it. Yeah, our own personal website is the seasonal diet and it's kind of funny that Oh, I hate diets. People yeah. people tell me that. They'll be like, "Oh, I actually don't follow diets." And I'm like, "This is the diet you need to follow." Yeah, no, no, it's it's literally the seasonal diet. We were thinking is like try and eat mostly what's growing in season. Now, how do you go wrong with that? Like that's seriously like it's the most simple. Thing I hate we to toot my own horn, of. but that's pretty genius. Yeah. No, there's no like you have to eat this. You know, it's part of the seasonal diet. All right, so step okay, one. But yes, Sarah, I applaud that. I'm a big fan of that advice. Thank you. That was my water. Hopefully, that didn't get in there. 
Okay, so um, look at your current diet, right? And what can you improve upon and what is lacking? So one thing I see a lot of people do, um, especially entrepreneurs who are really busy, is go for processed food. So bars, eating lots of bars, eating chips, um, eating bread. The bread is a processed food unless you make it yourself. Um, and even eating out just because it's quicker, they're tired. Um, and when you when you do that, like you need to balance it with fresh, fresh stuff. So it's okay to eat a bar occasionally. It's okay to um, eat out, but make sure that you're adding a lot of fresh stuff in too and a lot of home-cooked meals in too. Yeah, for me, I... I feel like uh, going from like fruit smoothies to green smoothies. Yeah. That so would be like one transition. A lot of people put, I've noticed talking to clients and just um, people in our Facebook group is a lot of people do yogurt in their smoothies and they do fruit in their smoothies. And I feel like that smoothies are a great opportunity to fit in um, some fresh veggies that you might not otherwise be eating. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we're always, fruit is like the easiest thing to eat. Vegetables, that's the hard one. Like they don't taste as great. So whenever you can slip them in, the better. Some people don't like fruit. Isn't that interesting? I believe it. That's so interesting to me. It's so sweet because and delicious. Because you couldn't possibly not like fruit. Yeah, I mean, I try not to eat a lot of fruit because it's pretty high in sugar and my body doesn't really love it. Um, and you we, like we juice, but I love the taste of it. And so like, saying, So some if, people don't eat it because they don't like the taste of it. Yeah, they don't like the taste of it. It's not appealing to them. Um, one lady told me she has to really try hard to eat fruit. And I was like... It's very interesting. Wowza. Well, I mean, just different taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard. It's hard to imagine, but but you're right. Usually, it's it's the 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 vegetables that you struggle to get in, not really the fruit. So mm-hmm. I like that advice, Peter. Add greens to your smoothies. Another another switch I can think of is going from coffee to green juice. Yeah, I just gave that advice. Yeah, someone was asking, "What should I do about energy?" Because I don't have any energy without my coffee. And I was like, do you have a juicer? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, you got a juice. You get so you get so much energy from juice. I'll wake up so tired. And after I have my juice, I'm like ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. You got anything else? Of course I do. I would say going from store-bought desserts to homemade low-sugar desserts. Mm-hmm. And we, we seriously have so many recipes. Like... Making dessert at your house, it's so quick. It is. It's very quick. And it saves you it does save you money. It's not like desserts are terribly expensive. Some of the some of the gourmet ones, like organic, low sugar ones, raw, raw dessert store, like okay. And let's just talk about how if you make desserts you can eat more of them because they're gonna be healthier than the store bought ones. And they're going to be cheaper. You're going to get way more for your money. Mm-hmm. And then one other note with desserts is instead of eating them four times a week, eat them two times a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good one. Um, okay. So when it comes to adding to your current diet, looking at where you can improve, um, one big one that Peter and I 
always stress to our clients is, are you eating salads? Like, are you eating salads that are large? And are you eating salads that are the same thing? Because if you're eating the same thing every day, um, it might be an efficiency thing. It's saving you time. You don't have to think about it. But the problem is you're missing out on a variety of nutrients your body needs. So you're always getting the same exact nutrients. So uh, salads, but then a variety of different vegetables. We have, how many salads do we have on the seasonal diet? We have like over a hundred. Do we? Oh yeah. Well, maybe not, no, not a hundred. Okay. There's a lot. Like 50. Yeah. At least 50. At least 50 salad recipes. So if you need some inspiration, um, I'll link the salad recipes in the show notes, but definitely switch it up. Yeah. That's, that's number one on my list. I'm just greens, (laughs) greens, Number one. really foods, foods, everyone could add more of it's greens yes so lettuces and uh just dark leafy greens like kale and chard yeah and collard greens even like bitter varieties there's some like bitter lettuces and like arugula yeah i read a i read a good quote i wonder if i have it on my phone but it was like bitter is better yeah bitter it's it's more it's more medicinal that's all lettuces back in the day. If you go back like a few hundred years, like it, they were just like wild weeds. And we've just cultivated them as like a farming society into um, varieties that are easier to eat. They're, they grow bigger. They, uh, they're juicier. They're, they're less bitter. Um, but there's tons of tons of just wild weeds that are growing right outside that are extremely healthy for you yeah it would taste like you're eating weeds and they'd be like gnarly bitter but like you don't have to eat a lot of it to get the nutrition definitely um so yeah for leafy greens just start out with spinach you know if you're not eating spinach right now start out with that if you're not even eating a fresh head of lettuce each day start out with that Um, For us, we do a lot of greens in our smoothies, in our juice, and then we do salads. One thing we haven't done in a while is collards. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to get some tomorrow. Um, I really like collard wraps and using them as a wrap to wrap up anything you would um, put on a sandwich. Yeah, we start doing that a lot in the spring and in the summer, Mm -hmm. Um, especially going into the summer because it gets really hot Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a great... It's, it's easily digested, and there's a lot of water in it. And it's just, it's fresh. It doesn't weigh you down. Sometimes when it's hot and you eat heavy foods, like lots of grains and tortillas, uh, it can start to weigh you down. Yes. So, yeah, we it has been a while mm-hmm. since we've done collar wraps. Um, another one. So, so these foods, just pick one or two and try to add it to your menu this week. That's yeah, it. These are just options. Keep, yeah, keep it simple. We're listing out a lot of stuff, but... We just want you at the end of the show to pick one or two things that you can add to your meals this week because something as simple as that will make a big impact in your diet and you'll you'll be doing something. And the best way to make change is just to do something. Um, another thing you could add would be vegetables and different types of vegetables. Today, I uh, got the spiralizer out and spiralized sweet potatoes and turned them into noodles and kind of sauteed them and put them over salad and it was amazing and um it's just a new way to add a vegetable to my lunch so um 
that or like beets. I know a lot of people don't like beets or they don't eat beets, but beets are so good. They um, purify your blood. They give you energy. And um, Peter, we were just talking about to somebody, I don't remember who, that if you don't like beets like juice or boiled, I think my mom used to boil them, you can um, roast them in coconut oil. Yeah, and then put them on your pizza. Yeah, delicious. Mm -hmm. Or like a grain bowl or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Water, it's not a food, but just thinking thinking in terms of water and what has water in it. Mm -hmm. So obviously drinking more water, but also thinking about vegetables. When you eat vegetables, they're loaded with water, as are fruits fruits as well. Mm-hmm. But you think about vegetables like a cucumber or or maybe a fruit like tomato. I mean, it's like literally all water. Mm-hmm. So like these are, these. it's like, okay, vegetables, like is it, it might seem like so easy or simple. That took me a while to get out, but <laughs> it might seem so easy or simple, but seriously, the best way to sustain healthy changes and healthy habits is to do something simple it's not to cut out all carbs or cut out all fat or cut out all dairy even it's just to start with something really small like adding more vegetables yeah something else is uh, seeds Mm. seeds are they're easier to digest than nuts they are and uh, they still have a lot of protein yeah so um, not only do we top our salads with sesame seeds and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds but we also do things like tahini and sunflower seed butter yeah tahini is um ground up sesame seeds you'll see that a lot in our recipes because i love it Mm -hmm. um and different call it sesame seed butter yeah and different brands have a different blend some are stronger and some are lighter so um if you have one and you're like ooh, i don't know about this try another one you might you might grow to like it like we do Another thing is herbs, right? So dried or fresh. We use a lot of rosemary around here, a lot of basil. Um, I'm a big fan of turmeric for fighting inflammation. Ginger is great for digestion. So adding those to, um, you know, right, curries and stir fries. Yes, Um, even adding turmeric and ginger and mint to your juice, rosemary to your sweet potato fries. So finding little ways to add new things into your diet. Mm-hmm. How about sweet potatoes? I did mention those. You did? Sweet potato noodles. Oh, th- oh, you made the... Oh, okay. I, I must have missed that vegetable. That's okay. But um, yeah, we eat a lot of sweet potatoes. We do. Um, they're filling. They're low glycemic. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. And they're versatile. Yes. And they're going to have more nutrients than regular white potatoes. So you probably won't see us eating white potatoes. Um, and that's just because we are big fans of getting the most bang for our buck so we want lots of nutrients all the time because that's the best way to stay healthy and fight disease yeah a good transition out of like white potato would be going to like the white sweet potato so if you're going from like the yukon style you can go to the white sweet potato and it's it's very i would say it's very similar but it has so much more fiber that it's it's just it's a completely it's a huge upgrade mm-hmm. from its uh, its standard variety. Yes, and if you feel like you're going to miss potatoes, if you're eating a lot of potatoes, one trick that I was doing when I was um, a private chef was mixing like one potato with a head of cauliflower and turning it into mashed potatoes. So then instead of eating all potatoes, you're eating 
mostly cauliflower with a little potatoes. So that is a good little trick too. Okay. All right. You have any more? I have superfoods. Yes. Now just a little bit goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things can be considered superfoods. Like I'm from the school of thought where like the weed outside on the sidewalk, like if it's a dandelion green, you know, I mean, that to me is kind of like a superfood, but so, you have like the classic. So what it, what is the definition of superfoods? I don't think that there is one. I just think of like extreme nutrient packed foods. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we see them prepackaged. Yeah. So like cacao, camu camu, um, like acai powder, um, like mesquite, things mm-hmm. like that. But I was going to say cacao is really easy to use because it's just like chocolate. Um, but I consider like ginger and turmeric as like superfoods. They're like big upgrades mm-hmm. that you can power pack. Yeah. And things like green tea, spirulina, or um, matcha powder. Yes. Yeah. Super- just, just little things. I mean, these aren't things to obsess about, but... Like a little bit can go a long way. Yes, superfoods. I'm. I was trying to think of like the first superfood that I added when I was first getting started, and it was probably cacao. Um, and if you're not familiar with cacao, it's just ground up cacao beans, and it's the raw version of cocoa. So if you're currently using cocoa, you might try to switch to cacao, and it is a little bit more expensive, but that's because it has more nutrients and it's better for you. Um, But yeah, superfoods are really interesting because I agree with you, Peter. I feel like anything that is high in nutrients is kind of a superfood. But then it's like, well, isn't that the same definition of nutrient dense foods? So yeah, I think that I think it's it's all like pretty similar. Like nutrient superfoods are nutrient dense. Yeah. So don't get too hung up on those. Yeah, don't get hung up. (laughs) My final thing to add more of is, of course. Local produce. Mm-hmm. The fresher, the better. Yep. So um, wherever you live, check out the farmer's markets, see what's growing, see what's in season. We did a whole podcast on this that we'll link in the show notes. But you want to eat for where you're living because it's going to co- coincide with the climate and it's going to be fresher. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's let's switch over to some foods that everybody could eat less of yes shall we we shall so we don't want you to go crazy about these but just kind of think about it if you're trying to get healthy these are foods that you're going to want to start cutting back on you're adding the other ones in so these ones are going to have less room in your diet so for me the number one thing is sugar um everyone these days is trying to cut back on their sugar and i think it's great because it just shows that you know our sugar has gone kind of out of control and the more you eat it, the more you want it. It's super addictive. It feeds bad bacteria. It's bad for your liver. Um, but Peter and I are not the I quit sugar type. We still do eat sugar. We're just more cautious of the kind that we do eat. When it comes to cutting it out, we would suggest you know eating less white sugar, eating less brown sugar, and um, agave, and you know like white processed foods pretty much pastries and sweets and stuff like that and just kind of looking at the back of a package i 
I usually, when it comes to desserts, I like things that are less than 10 grams of sugar, like low sugar. So dark chocolate, we didn't talk about that in foods to add, but dark chocolate, 70% or higher, usually has the kind that we get, I would say like seven to 12 grams of sugar. And so that's kind of a good range. Very good. I would say bread. Mm-hmm. I would say bread is something that definitely everybody could be eating less of. Bread causes constipation mm-hmm. for sure. I know that from personal experience. And it's a very, I think bread has, it's a high calorie to like nutrient ratio. Mm-hmm. So like you don't want to fill your diet up with kind of like empty calories. And I know it's not completely empty. It's not as empty as like alcohol or something, but like when you're comparing it to all the things that you that you, you know, think are healthy, bread is like so so far down there. And if you look at like a sandwich, it's mostly bread. Mm-hmm. You know, with like a little bit of filling in the middle. Yeah. So I th- I whenever you can reduce the bread because it's going to help you with your energy and your digestion system for sure. I actually was just talking to someone today about switching to a vegan diet and having a hard time not eating bread because she feels like she is eating salad and then two pieces of bread as toast or a baguette, you know, or just like all carbs. Um, And so Peter and I, we follow a vegan diet. And I think at one point we were eating a lot of bread because bread is, it's so easy. It's very convenient. It's so easy. And like you said, like it's high in calories. Mm -hmm. Um, So my best advice, if you're kind of finding yourself in that situation is to pre-make gluten-free grains because those are going to be high in calories also but they're going to be more nutrient dense so like having quinoa always in the fridge having brown rice always in the fridge um what about you peter what kind of advice would you have for that well i was gonna say like overnight oats basically like making oatmeal but not cooking it yeah you know i mean that's a great lunchtime thing yes and it's still grains but there's so much water in there like Mm -hmm. if you do milk there's all of the water in the milk yeah and that's one thing that bread doesn't have i mean bread is literally a sponge Mm -hmm. whereas um if you if you take um, oatmeal or the quinoa or the brine rice that you were just talking about, they've all been infused with water. Mm-hmm. So you're already like so much further along in the uh, digestive ease spectrum. Yeah. You and all yourself a huge fan. And all those are gluten free too. And like quinoa and um, buckwheat, buckwheat is one I got into mm-hmm. at the beginning. They're a lot easier to digest. So um, less likely to cause constipation or any bowel problems. Okay, so another one for me would be processed foods. I guess we kind of talked about that, those earlier, but um, things like chips and soda, things that are addictive, super salty, mm-hmm. high in calories, kind of low, low on nutrients. Um, try to kind of limit those. We, we still eat chips. We eat tortilla chips and sweet potato chips. But I will say, Peter, I don't know if you've noticed, but I feel like we've been eating less chips. Oh, big time. And I like it. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is because we're super smart and know better. <laughs> but 
it's been really nice because yeah. chips are a slippery slope. Even we eat the healthier ones, you know, um, but they they have a lot of salt and oil, um, and I never feel great after eating them. So, yeah, yeah, they definitely weigh you down. Um, one processed food that I have is energy bars and the glorified candy bar. So what I was going to say is like these have become the quote unquote health, like the ultimate health convenience food. Mm -hmm. Um, but the fact is, is like most of them and not all of them, there are some like new super cool ones, but most of them are pretty sugary. They're all processed to some extent. Um, Energy bars, like most of them, vast majority, like they aren't real food. And so like whenever possible, and I know this might be like a level two thing. If energy bars are getting you out of eating donuts, eat the freaking energy bar. Mm -hmm. It's a huge upgrade. And like we totally respect that because like Sarah and I, we eat energy bars, but we also don't rely on them. Yeah, We definitely eat energy bars when we're like, going on like this backpacking trip that we did this mm-hmm. past weekend but we do we do not rely on them because we know it's not real food yeah and we don't like we don't eat them for breakfast um we might eat them in between meals but not mm-hmm. for a meal yeah we we don't we don't we also don't um we don't shop at costco like so we don't get like a 12 pack of energy bars mm-hmm. So I could see how you would see the price of it and be like, oh my, you know, this is breakfast for like two weeks right here and it's only going to be like five bucks, you know, Mm -hmm. but you got, you just got to know that like energy bars are like, they're not ideal. Yeah. It's not, it's not a sustainable long-term source of energy Mm -hmm. or fuel. So yeah, limit those. A lot of times too, if you're kind of new at this and you're like, uh, energy bars, what to look for? Um, I always like to flip them over and look at the ingredients. Um, one brand that we really like is Square Bars and their motto hashtag, I don't know if they are still doing it, but it's ingredients matter most. And I think that's really true. So when you're reading the ingredients on the back of a bar, make sure that all the ingredients you recognize or can tell that it's a real food rather than something that's um, processed or um, protein isolate or some preservative um, or if there's like five different types of sugar that's usually not a good sign mm-hmm. um, yeah and they all have weird names yeah so so look for that and then also look at the protein right because um, getting a little bit of protein is good and then a little bit of sugar is good but if the sugar is a lot then it might not be a good idea because a lot of times bars have more sugar than a candy bar. Like you could go and buy a candy bar and it would have less sugar than the bar. Um, one more thing, Lara bars. So Peter eats those often. Peter does better with more sugar. I think it's a guy thing. Guys can handle more sugar than women. Um, but Lara bars, they do have a lot of sugar, but the sugar comes from dates. And so it contains the fiber. Um, and so I feel like lately Lara bars have been getting kind of a bad rap and I don't think it's really fair because I would much rather have a bar with dates than cane sugar. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I pretty much only Lara bars when I'm doing some kind of like physical activity because the dates provide quick carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. That's like, and that's like, it's an advantage, Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, 
but yeah, if I, I dem, I'm very as you know, I'm very sensitive to sugar. So I, I generally don't opt for like Lara bar unless we have extras on hand, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're um, sensitive sugar, but you handle, you can do more sugar than I can. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it kind of flares up in nasty ways. <laughs> okay. One, uh, well, I've got a couple things here. Okay. Um, caffeinated products, foods that we could all do less with. Like what? Know, like coffee and energy drinks. Okay. And dairy. I have dairy too. If you've never tried to cut out dairy, I would definitely recommend it. But if you if you know that you do well with dairy, then you're probably respecting it. Okay, so let's back up. Coffee, that's a big one. You kind of just brushed over that. That is one that... You were kind of giving me this look like, okay, like, that's all you got, brother? Like, well, what let's, was it? Let's I wasn't sure if you were going to dig into oh. it. <laughs> um, so do you have any advice for coffee and, like, why it's bad? I feel and- like we could do a whole episode on coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. My, honestly, like, I, when I got off coffee, I, I feel like I have pretty good willpower, so, like, I, I could just I just cut out coffee and I I let my my increasingly good diet kind of help balance out my energy because to say like oh I have no energy without coffee like that is a false statement because obviously you do have energy you're still going to be able to move through your day you're not going to have like this crazy high normal energy like you like you do but if you if you quit coffee, I guarantee you after like two weeks, you're gonna be like back to normal. If you have a good diet, like Well, I think that's a thing. Weeks. It's like if you're drinking coffee and feeling like without coffee you have no energy, there's probably an underlying problem. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have energy? Yeah. If yeah. you're if you're young and um, taking good care of yourself, you should have energy. As you get older, you know, you need more sleep and more rest. And um, that could be another problem. That's, yeah, I think you just nailed it. I mean, that's that's the secret to quitting coffee is you get your energy through like your good diet. Mm-hmm. So you improve your diet and then you can quit your coffee. Yeah. You won't need it. Definitely. So if you start adding things like green smoothie, then you can start subtracting things like coffee. Okay, energy drinks. So you mentioned those. And I was recently at 7-Eleven buying ice and the people from Pepsi were there and they were looking at the energy drinks in the fridge and they were so happy and pleased. They were like, oh my gosh, rock star. They were like, um, Red Bull, like this looks so good. So many, so many energy drinks. We love what you've done with this. And I was just like, oh gosh, no. You know, because they're profiting off of everybody drinking all of these chemicals. Um, so if you're drinking energy drinks and rock stars and all of those, um, try to just cut back, right? So just drinking less, drinking them not as often. Um, don't buy the Costco pack. Just, you know, get one when you absolutely need it. But really start weaning yourself off because those are loaded with sugar and chemicals and no good stuff. Yeah, the Costco packs totally work against you. And it's 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 so wired into our brain to see a deal that 
it just it's so hard to get off of that but like you have to you know it's totally worth it Mm -hmm. you're just kind of you're robbing yourself and like now you know better so like if you are doing that like you got to start moving that direction yes okay so you said dairy i agree um we've done an episode on it we can link in the show notes Mm -hmm. cheese i know is a big hard emotional one for most to give up especially women we like our wine and cheese but if I can do it, you guys can do it too. And you'll feel so much better. Your skin will look better. Your digestion will be better. So um, limit that stuff. Slowly start cutting it out because it's definitely not needed for a healthy diet. Peter has a great speech on dairy, but I think you gave it in the podcast yes. we did before. So yes, we'll yes, link yes. to that. Absolutely. Okay. So can we move on to equipment? Yes, let's move on. Pick up the pace a little bit. He's rushing me. We might want to do a part two, you know, cut it in half. Hmm. No, I think, I think, I think it's fine. Okay. If you are getting healthy, the thing that we like to do as consumers is buy a bunch of new equipment, but that is not necessary. So we like to give the advice of use what you have before you buy something new. So if you already have a blender or a juicer, use that thing. Use it so much it breaks. Then upgrade and buy a new one. That's mm-hmm. what Peter and I did. We went through four blenders. We went through two, three juicers before we got the Cadillac ones we have now that mm-hmm. I really like, though. Yep. And I have two exceptions that I know Sarah will agree with me on, is that knives, if you have crappy, dull knives, like really cheap, inexpensive, and not that knives need to be expensive or professional quality, like you need to upgrade those. Yep, just I have those too. Just go and too. get like, uh, I mean, you could just get like on Amazon, just get like one of like the little like variety packs like that go in the block. I think we have like the 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 Henkel's variety pack that sounds like called Henkel's. Yeah. Some, our it's neighbor's got, like, last the name the logo is like the picture of like the man with like i thought uh, it was like a ninja him. guy and maybe it's a ninja is that what it is okay yeah it's i don't either know a ninja yes or a guy. knives you need a strong knife yeah yeah and then cutting boards mm-hmm. so it's not uncommon to not have cutting boards um, if that's you, like you got to get yourself. If we come over to a your nice house, big cutting board. We're gonna look in the kitchen, and if we see plastic cutting boards or the tiniest ones that can't even fit a whole head of lettuce cut up, we are gonna give you a hard time. I was gonna say, even if it's I'm plastic serious. and it's big, you know, like and it's not like super gnarly and gross. I think plastic and, cutting boards are gross, and same with they, wood cutting boards, which we have. I'm just, like, not really a fan of cutting boards. They get so gross. They do get gross. But if you... So if you have little baby cutting boards... Yeah, it has boards, to be large. It has to be big. Yeah. Because... Even if you live by yourself... You're not going to want to chop a lot of stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay, I have other items that you might need to invest in. Um, bowls, like big bowls. If you've seen our Instagram or, or in our Facebook group, we have these big bowls. We only have two of them. And um, they're huge. And those are mine and Peter's salad bowls. So every day we try to have one of our meals be a salad. Um, 
So make sure you have a good size salad bowl. The really tiny bowls are inconvenient because you have to get multiple bowls of them, right? And you should be eating more salad than what can fit in that little bowl if you're having it as a meal. Mm-hmm. It kind of flips the whole portion control on its head. But if you're eating in a way where it's all nutrient dense and it's salad, you have to eat more yeah, to there, get yeah, full. There's, yeah, there's so much there's so much water in it that your body will digest it really quickly. Mm-hmm. It can take a little bit to to um, get used to eating such like a big quantity of salad, but um, yeah, no, it's it's really important. Another thing I have is well, I have two things. One, I don't know if you if I should even say it, but I will baking sheets. I feel like everybody has baking sheets. Even when I first graduated high school and moved into apartment I had baking sheets so I feel like that's pretty common but you should have those for roasting things and baking and then also a food processor Um, food processors are super helpful for cooking and eating healthy a lot of healthy recipes call for food processors Um, so you might need one of those and they're not that expensive you can get them for under a hundred dollars excellent moving that needle forward (laughs) Peter, don't rush me. I'm in no hurry. I want to get everything out that I have to say. Okay. Do you have anything else? Any other equipment? No, but I want to I want to help our dear listener figure out what might hold them back and kind of give them some weapons to use. She's leading to the final piece that we have here. So, the number one thing that might hold you back is eating out. So, that's what you think. I have another one. You can you can still eat out, but um, you we encourage you to be a stickler for ingredients and to not be afraid of making special requests um, and being very like vocal about where you're going. Always have input um, because that you have to speak up for yourself. Um, and when you're ordering, just know that you as the customer, you're always right. Customer's always right. Um, even if you feel like you're being a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Yep, great advice. Another thing is you might struggle with cravings, especially at the beginning. You might start craving sugar, or um, if you're cutting out eating out and you eat french fries a lot, you might start craving those. So my best advice for you is to get in the kitchen and start practicing because as soon as you learn how to cook and you become a better cook and a more confident cook, you're going to be able to recreate those cravings in a healthier manner. And all it takes is practice. And if you are like, I'm a terrible cook, you will get better the more you do it. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple good podcast episodes. Um, HB08. Um, how we justify sugar. Mm, that's a that good one's one. really good. We cover a lot of sugar cravings in there. And then HB18, how to get back on the health wagon. Yes. Again, we yeah, we cover cravings in there as well. I feel like this podcast was like a overview of ones we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna yeah. list them all in the show notes. Yeah, it's kinda like an umbrella. Umbrella. I like that. Yeah, and with, with cravings, just uh, just be nice to yourself, and um, really try and try and plan out your food, and 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 know when you're going to need a snack, being mm-hmm. prepared. So, because if you get really hungry 
that's when we feel weak. Yes. And uh, low blood sugar. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're most likely to be impulsive. Yeah, I agree. And um, and it's not always best to have snacks on hand unless they're healthy snacks. So mm-hmm. if you feel like you're going to be in a pinch, make sure that you have um, some healthy things on hand. And I'm going to throw one more thing in there and try not to eat dinner too early if you stay up really late. Because if, if you normally snack um, between like dinner and bedtime, it's probably going to be a bad snack. Yeah, I agree. So I try agree. and push dinner out as long as you can. Which is also like something you may have heard, like don't eat right before bed. Mm-hmm. And we, we agree don't eat right before bed, but uh, focus on eating healthy things and then you don't really have to worry about how late you're eating because they'll digest quickly. All right, Peter, feel like you've been ready to wrap this up. Is there anything you want to add before I close it off? I was going to say that uh, you might also struggle with your friends and family. Okay, give it to and us. And I was going to say that there's a lot of pressure there. Um, I o- I've always felt it from my family, especially, not really my friends. Um, but I did a post a while back, and we'll link it in the, sh- in the show notes, um, called, it's just a, like a big resource of seven ways to get your your friends and family eating healthier. Things like shopping with them, cooking with them, cooking for them, and really just trying to impress them. But with when it comes to your, your friends and your family, it's okay to say no. Sometimes you just got to do you. Yep. All right. Well, this has been a good episode. And if you want all of the show notes, everything we covered today, head on over to thehealthbeat.us forward slash HB44. Thanks again for joining us. And we'll see you next week on The Health Beat.